listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John and Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pimba here with James Grandey. It's your Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here Monday evening for Tuesday's 10-game main slate. James, it is, it's not often that Tuesday is a 10-gamer. It's maybe the beginning of the week, the middle of the week, the end of the week. But a Tuesday 10-gamer, it feels like a rarity. Definitely a rarity, but trying to jam-pack uh, all the games they can with Super Bowl looming on Sunday. So NBA doing whatever it can to get as many games in before the All-Star break and before the Super Bowl. So here we are, 10 games on Tuesday, right to roll. Great roll indeed. So well, let's get into it. Like I said, we got a lot going on. James, do we have any spreads or totals to look at here? We have, let's count them up in terms of spreads. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Actually, all 10. All 10 games, no, no totals. Let's see. Phoenix on a back to back, two and a half point dogs in Philly. Atlanta, nine point favorites at home against Indiana. Two teams we need to pay attention to come this trade deadline as Indiana already traded Karis LeVert. And Rick Carlisle is the one who broke the news, by the way. Indiana is rolling no media. They are breaking the news themselves, which is uh, pretty cool. They're letting the players know first and then breaking it so they don't have to find out on social media. Um, So good on Indiana there. Boston, three and a half point favorites in Brooklyn. So no Kyrie Irving, maybe no James Harden, no Kevin Durant. It could be a bloodbath there for Brooklyn. If Harden doesn't end up playing, the Pelicans are seven point favorites at home against the Rockets. The Grizzlies giving six and a half to the Clippers at home. Dallas, 10 point favorites at home against the lowly Pistons. The Knicks on a back to back heading to Denver. John, the dreaded, you always talk about this. We've we've been doing this for a while. Knicks are in Utah tonight and then they travel to Denver for the second leg of the back-to-back, something you've always talked about, how brutal teams fare going to Denver and Utah and like that weird back-to-back. They are six-and-a-half-point dogs in Denver. Milwaukee, three-and-a-half-point favorite at the Lakers. The Kings are two-and-a-half-point home dogs against the Timberwolves. And the Portland Trailblazers are three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Orlando Magic. Well, to get to there, so let's just jump into it. As you mentioned, 10 games, uh, a lot of players to get to here. Luka Doncic is your top-priced point guard here, going up at home against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Luka, even in sort of a down game against Atlanta, just 28 minutes in that one, five fouls limiting him, still triple-doubled in 28 minutes, 18, 10, and 11. He has 12-2, again, going up against Detroit, and Porzingis already ruled out for that one. Uh, You mentioned James Harden is questionable. Probably not a great play, though, just knowing that Boston kind of rolling teams right now. Uh, But they will not have Kyrie Irving, as you alluded to. You have John Morant going up against the Clippers here at 10-1. Morant coming out 52 fantasy points against Orlando uh, in their most recent outing. He's averaging nearly 44 fantasy points in two games against the Clippers this season. Trey Young going up against Mm. the Pacers. And uh, as we've talked about there, uh, rebuild. Could be trading away a bunch of people. We don't really know how that roster is even going to look come game time, but getting an under 10K Trey Young is somewhat certainly appealing. And then Chris Paul at $9,500 back-to-back on the road against Philly. Yeah, Luke is obviously in play if you think that game can stay close. All, by all means, lock and load. He's on a different planet right now in every facet of the game. 
I do actually have interest in Harden if he plays. I know Boston's been good and they've been good defensively, but no Kyrie, no Durant, no Joe Harris, no anybody, no Aldridge. So if Harden does play, I'm interested there. We'll see how healthy he actually is. Jaws fine at 10-1. Don't love it. Don't hate it. And then Trey against one of the worst defensive units in basketball. Worth noting, though, Malcolm Brogdon listed questionable. Could return. We'll see. Definitely will be in a limited capacity, but you mentioned Trey under 10 is something we do take note of and something that we could take note of here. Chris Paul's fine. I will say he played, like, just recently. He's playing all the minutes back-to-backs no back-to-backs this game is a blowout at the moment as well though so sad yeah so i will see how the it is currently at half and like you mentioned phoenix up 18 against the bulls so we'll see how the game ends so he could be fresh he could sit out the fourth quarter and if if he does and more likely to go there but you know 9500 feels better on a five game slate than it does a 10 game slate that's for sure Yep, I agree with you there. Next grouping down, you, you do have Westbrook against Milwaukee at 9K. Not really, no. uh, not my favorite spot at all for him. No. Halliburton's at 86. I guess it depends on what's going on with Fox. He was a full participant at yeah, practice. Yeah, he was dunking. They had videos of him dunking today and yeah. like looked really good. So, so it's probably going to take a hit for Halliburton there against Minnesota. Should, should Fox return? Drew Holiday at 8K, maybe, on the opposite side of that Lakers matchup, coming off a 60 fantasy point game yeah. uh, against the Clippers. It's very hard to predict th- this second piece. Him and Middleton seemingly just have, they just like teeter-totter. Who's going to have the big game? I don't, I don't know. We know Giannis is going to have his 50 to 60 to 70. And then if you want to play Holiday, by all means, uh, you can. You don't have to. He has 60, obviously, and he has 25-point floor, so I'd limit my exposure to tournaments. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I'd probably limit my exposure to tournaments as well. What are your thoughts here if D'Angelo Russell plays at 7,900 against the Kings? He's okay. Like, you like to see the 30 minutes in his return. You like to see the 43 fantasy points. I don't know. I think – do I think we need to do it? No. Do I think he's – Possibly in the player pool, sure. Anthony Simons at 7K against uh, Orlando? Yeah, I think both him and Cole Anthony at 7K, are, I think, are both fine. Cole Anthony had been pretty good prior to the Boston game, but like you alluded to earlier, Boston's just kind of shutting teams down right now. So I would have interest in both Anthony and Simons uh, playing against one another at 7 and both are 7K. Yeah, I think that's probably where I'm at. I'd rather Simons, I think, than Cole Anthony at the moment. But just given sort of the offensive side that Simons has. He's been better outside of the the Boston game. And Boston's kind of like blanketing everybody right now. Yeah, I guess I just look at like who's there to shoot versus who's there to shoot for Portland right now. But yeah, they're both probably fine. I I do like Malik Monk still at 63. Even with LeBron and them back, he went nutty against the Knicks. I think that's something worth paying attention to there. Also for Simons, they already ruled out Bledsoe. That's true. That's a no good backup. call. No, no real backup going for him there. Reggie Jackson at 6,200. Any interest? The blowout definitely played a, a part in him only playing 25 minutes. I'm a little worried with the... Norm scored 28 points in his debut off the bench. So I'm a little worried that Norm is going to take the spotlight. It was Norm and it was Marcus Morris. Those were like the only two guys that could get anything going for the Clippers. I think it's going to be tough for Reggie. I don't think I'm going to pay 6,200 personally. 
Okay. KPJ, any interest in him? 5,600. This SOB, man. I guess if he's healthy, apparently the illness is just this one-time thing that, you know, you and I definitely didn't less, have yeah, any exposure to. Less than ideal to. that day. Less than ideal. Yeah, I think we... 5,600 is a really good price going up against the Pelicans in tournaments. In tournament, I think it's tournaments only. I think I can never trust him in cash just, like, based on, like, everything that goes on with Kevin Porter Jr., but just tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. Are we back to buying into Monty Morris right now, the way he's been playing? I know. We can, and he gets the Knicks in this gauntlet of a back-to-back, so I don't I don't hate it. Uh, Cam Thomas, last two games, getting big blowout run, but also dominating. 41 and 36 fantasy points in 31 and 32 minutes and both 20-point losses for Brooklyn. But if there's no James Harden, like Cam Thomas could just be the guy. This dude's just a bucket. And he was a bucket in the preseason. He was a bucket during, like, his run before the Durant injury. He was a bucket after the Durant injury. Like, that just scores, man. Like, he's just very good when he gets the run, so... I like Cam Thomas, 4,800. I know that the Celtics are a good defensive team, but it feels kind of like regardless of score, Cam Thomas is going to be on the floor, especially if there's no Harden. Yep, I'm kind of in a a full-on agreement with you there as well. Any other value point guards jumping on your uh, radar? No. No. Actually, I'll throw one out there, and I guess it depends on the Cade news, but Corey Joseph had 29 fantasy points the other day, so... Yeah, he's good. We like him. He's good. Yep, good producer. I agree with you. Let's get over to the... Actually, what do you think happens with the Pacers here? Washington played 31 minutes in that game. Well, 31, 28. On, he's been playing a lot of minutes, actually, lately. So Depends on Brogdon. He's question. Brogdon could potentially return. Okay. And I don't think Brogdon is, by any means, going to play heavy minutes. But I do think, even if he played 20, right, that's going to cut Washington's time quite a bit. So... Well, well, actually, are, they playing, are they playing Duarte at the two? That's true. The no Levert. That is true. No Levert. Him at Indiana. What did they do? This was the Cleveland game. They started. They actually Washington came off the bench. They started Kiefer Sykes, Duarte, Holiday, Sabonis, Craig. So Washington could just get the bench minutes, right? Like he could just. And Sykes is just taken out of the rotation again. So, yeah, maybe Washington could be in play, even if if Brogdon doesn't return, definitely in play. So I think that's a good call. Probably Sykes, too, maybe, question mark. Maybe? Sure. Yep, I agree. We've got to figure out who exactly is doing what there. Now let's go on over to the shooting guard position. Devin Booker at the top. Uh, Booker going, I can't really tell how many points he has right now because ESPN <laughs> just said Chris Paul made one free throw and Devin Booker made the second. So uh, it looks like Booker took both those free throws so booker has 26 points right now with four minutes into the third quarter so far so absolutely eating he has the philadelphia matchup as we discussed brandon ingram against houston just saw this matchup and ingram went for 33 and 12 for 63 fantasy points yeah brandon ingram is yeah back-to-back double doubles so brandon ingram is running their point guard now also four wins in a row low-key for the pelicans all four road games this is their first home game in six or is it Brandon Ingram just missed time? I don't know. They've either He's missed, he has missed a lot of time. Because like looking at things, I guess the only player that would play is like Herb Jones, right? He's like the only guy that's like stayed healthy throughout all this. Yeah, four straight four straight road games. Yeah, I could be in. I could 
see myself playing Ingram. 92 is not like the best price, but also he's literally flashed 60 60 point upside and 50 in back-to-back games. So I can get behind some Ingram in the premier matchup on the board against the worst defense in basketball. Okay. Jalen Brown, 89. I don't think I'm going to play Jalen Brown at this price. I, I feel like it's just, just look at the production. Once in the last 10 games, he's got us there. It doesn't feel great. He, and of course he's going to go for 60. I already know that I'm, I'm preparing myself, but I think I'm just going to wait until the price comes down closer to 8K before I jump back on the Jalen Brown bandwagon. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think anybody will argue with you too much there. CGM? Probably a little too expensive. Just like Brown, right? Like, he's not really, like, doing a whole lot. So I don't think we need to go there. If you feel like it's – you can because – Okay, you have, obviously. But if D'Angelo Russell sits, we're playing Anthony Edwards against Sacramento. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much where we're going to go. Just a great spot for him there. Norm's up to 7K, but like we said, he just balled out. He's got point guard <laughs> eligibility now uh, over on, on DraftKings as well. I know you mentioned that before, but big game. Big game out of him against Milwaukee, as you talked about. Look, if you look at the Clippers, right? Take Paul George out of the equation, fly off the floor. Who's going to lead this team rest of the year in scoring? Probably Norm or Marcus, right? Yeah, and I think... Those are the two guys. I think you're 100% right. But, like, I think Norm is the better scorer overall. Like, Morris is good. Morris is a great, like, second scorer. I I think Norm could average, like, 25 for this Clippers team just based out of, like, necessity. So we could be getting a steal at 7K based, if he starts especially, because he scored 20 points in 24 minutes. If they put him in the starting lineup, I'm going to have a hard time not having him in my lineup. Okay, what about the guy that's going to be opposite of him and Desmond Bain? Three-point, three-point. Is there a uh, three-point uh, contest snub? Or do we only classify that as for her? Uh, is there only all-star game snubs? Uh, I think only all-star game snubs. Unless like, he was really jonesing to be in the three-point contest, then maybe. <laughs> I don't, I can't, like, confirm or deny whether he wanted to be. But, like, I feel like when you shoot 41%, and you take, like, seven threes a game, you should probably be in the three-point contest. And when you're, like, averaging 18 points a game? Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. Just throwing yeah. it out there. No, it's a good it's a good thought. I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you. Josh Hart missed a bunch of time, came right back, played 36 minutes against Houston. Same matchup here, went 34 fantasy points. He's $100 cheaper on this slate. They're trying to trade him. Thoughts on Hart here at 65. Mikal Bridges is at 62. Your boy Reggie Bullock. All the way up to 5,600 in a revenge game spot. Reggie Bullock. I saw a stat today. Someone posted. It was Reggie Bullock's third best career fantasy point outing the other day. Followed, like, and his second was the one in the game against OKC. So he's had two of his three best fantasy outings of his career in the last week. Um, probably not going to pay him a 50, play him a 56, but, like, shout out Reggie Bullock for really just doing whatever he's doing right now. As long as Hart's still on the team, 100% have interest. I don't know why they would trade him, first off. I feel like he really fits this team. Has been great for them. But if they trade him, sucks. But I guess it's the business. Don't really have interest in Bridges. Can do it. Don't think you need to. I like Hart better. And I don't think I'm going to play Bullock at 56. Yeah, that's fine. Again, the price is going the price is going up on him, so just a little bit tougher to start trusting there. Um, Fournier, I know it's the back to backs, so maybe that's to worry, but he's been playing really well. 
off to a little decent start here tonight. Also, also revenge game. But this is your, this is where you've made your the Utah to Denver back to backs, John. So I forget if it was if it, I thought it was Denver to Utah. I don't even know if it if it if it matters in the reverse, truthfully. But I thought I remember it being Denver into Utah. Well, Denver. Uh, well, either way, you had to play a back to back and then travel. You have to play a game and then you have to travel to yeah. Denver where your lungs are already shot. Yeah, no, not, not definitely, definitely there. That's fine. Duarte at 55 then against Atlanta, right? Yeah, yep, for sure. Dev- sure. Devin Booker just keeps on hitting a billion shots. Every, every he's making, <laughs> he's liter- making every if, shot. If this game was competitive, I, I don't think it's a bold statement to say he would score 50 tonight. Yeah. Uh, Duarte's at 5,500. We talked about him. He's fine. Opposite side of him, what are your th- thoughts on Hoarder, Bogdan, that whole uh, tier? Like, they're all just like, they all just cut into each other Bogdan down to 23 minutes order up to 33 minutes like you can't you just can't trust any of these guys minutes it's just it doesn't feel good uh, I'm gonna probably stay away from the situation maybe someone's gonna get traded and we'll like have a little more clarity on things but mm-hmm. as it stands I'm not gonna go there okay is there anybody down here Dennis Schroeder maybe interest to you at all uh, Beasley if there's I guess is Beverly healthy so Beverly's playing, yeah. Yeah, so maybe not Beasley then. He just has those games, right? He's sure. shooting well. Three, I mean, to be honest, four of the last five, he scored double figures. Four of the last five, he scored 20 fantasy points. So you're not, like, wrong at all. Definitely some interest there if Russell doesn't play. Like, mild interest, but interest. Jalen Green's been way better lately. Slightly more consistent another 18 actual three of the last five he's had 17 or more actual i don't hate that against the pelicans nw's other rotation you mentioned doing washington josh christopher just like why is it 23 minutes like why i don't think so i guess yeah if Cade sits like mild interest in frank jackson okay yeah frank's a good one frank's good. what about diallo so he started only played 22 minutes yeah I looked at him, and I. But if he's only going to play 22 minutes, I'd rather just play Frank Jackson, who's playing more minutes for cheaper. Small forward, then we'll run over there. Tatum's under 10K, 9,900. They've been listening to the pod clearly. It's better. I mean, he was 10-6 for four, and he didn't even give us 45 fantasy points. Like, about freaking time. Like this is playable. It's. I wouldn't say it's like as bad as the Jalen Brown price. Like I know it's more, but. Tatum has that like flashed 60 multiple times. Yeah. Or as Brown's like giving us with Tatum on the floor, he gave us like a he's given us a 50 point ceiling lately. So I could see getting to Tatum. I could also see like if you just go spend all the way up, like you'll be happy too, because you know you're gonna get 60 out of Jokic. Yeah. Yep. We've talked about Ingram. We they don't even have Levert on the the right team here, so I don't know something <laughs> that's gonna work. Middleton at 78 against the Lakers. I don't really play a lot of Middleton when everybody's healthy, but what are your thoughts here? It's hard to predict, man. It's hard to predict outside of Giannis who they're, who the next guy is going to be. Like it, I don't think we need to go there, but yeah. If if Cade is out, or let me ask you, what do you do with Bay? Cade out, we play him for sure, the way he's been playing. If Cade's in, do you just run the hot hand with Sadiq Bay right now? Yeah, you're going to get him at like what two percent or something crazy like that like sure i i actually think that's a a fairly good point like he's just 37 fantasy points over his last six games he's only failed to hit 30 once in those four or six 
and three of the last five have been over 40. So I definitely think there's a, a good amount of merit to playing Sadiq no matter what. Okay. You guys, again, guys, same tier as him here. Harrison Barnes, Marcus Morris, thoughts on Patty Mills could be like the only yeah. main starter for Brooklyn. Aaron Gordon's coming off a monster game. Like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this, the rest of the 6K group? Barnes only if Fox is out. I don't, I'm not playing him at 67 if Fox plays. Plus Bagley is questionable too. So possible like more usage loss. Sure. Morris is okay in tournaments. He's going to be the, the secondary scorer to, to Norm and possibly Jackson at times. We talked about Hart. Mills, I think is fine. I don't hate him. But just if you, if you think they can keep this game competitive. It's only a three and a half point spread. So I wonder if that suggests that Harden plays. Well, they, it's actually already moved to four and a half. So o- open to three and a half, already moved to four and a half. So not turning in the right direction for Harden. But if there's no Harden, who else is going to shoot the basketball? Right. It's going to be Patty Mills. So I could get behind some Mills. I can get behind Aaron Gordon. I know he's coming off a monster game, but I can't you just suggest, out of all people to suggest Aaron Gordon in the world, like you would be the... L- You'd be close to the bottom of the list to suggest Aaron Gordon. I know. James, we have a Cam Reddish shining, by the way. It's a... He is in the game, even though the reports say were that Thibodeau did not want him on did, the list. wanted absolutely nothing to do with him. <laughs> so anyways, not that we're going to talk about him, but the guy that got maybe the biggest bump, DeAndre Hunter, $4,600, man. Again, this is too cheap for this guy. He's yeah. just too cheap for DeAndre Hunter. I'm telling you, he's a 6K player, right? Like... Uh, yep. back-to-back good games out of him. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep playing. This is a good spot for him. Yeah, it's a good spot. And I know, I know Collins and um, Gallo are both expected to play or Gallo's questionable. Collins expected to play. You never know. Collins could get hurt in the middle of that game, like re-aggravate an injury and, and Hunter, we know can play the power forward position. So I'm with you. He can play all the forward spots. So he's going to find himself playing 30 plus minutes. I'm with, I'm with you. 4,600 is a good price. I'm with you there. Anybody else below them? Chuma keeps playing 25 minutes. If you want to go there, it's not like terrible play. Uh, I think obviously we need to see who's in and out for Brooklyn. Like Bruce Brown could play a significant role. Bembry could play a significant role. Kessler Edwards could play a significant role. We, we just don't know, right? Because we just don't know about Harden. Like if Harden goes out, like all these Brooklyn guys suddenly probably come into the picture. But until we find out more about Harden status, you can't really commit to any of those guys. Let's see. What was the news update here? Oh, he's probable. Okay. I saw the Grayson Allen thing. I was like, what exactly was the Grayson Allen's issue there? Did you mention Torian? No, I didn't. I didn't mention Torian Burns. He left the last game with an injury. He's questionable to play. It was an ankle sprain. If he's active, though, this has been a guy that you've been touting and he's been dominating. Yeah. Especially, I think, if Russell sits they would probably explore that lineup more. So I would obviously like Russell to be out. Who else is? Yeah, that's it, right? Oh, I guess Patrick Beverly is questionable too, John, for the record. Okay. So, so those guys are all out. Noel Beasley. Yeah, Noel Beasley, yep. And McLaughlin, McLaughlin was playing a bunch of minutes. The, the two games that they both sat in Denver, Utah – 27 fantasy points for McLaughlin in both those games, 26 and 27 minutes. So McLaughlin, Noel, Beasley for sure would be in play if those guys sat. 
Okay. Power forward Giannis against the Lakers here in Los Angeles, Super mm-hmm. Bowl weekend. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good. The stars are out there. It's all Radio Rose going on. He scored he for 66 <laughs> fantasy points oh against God. them in the first matchup. You got Anthony Davis. You got LeBron back. You got Dalton. Like, this is the late night hammer of all late night hammers, I think, in this matchup. We have three games at 10 p.m., by the way. So you, you can play early. If you hate your lineup, just play a three game late and you'll be ready to go. Shout out Sticks and all his late lineups he's building already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're looking at Giannis at 11 8 and, and, and Jokic is at 12 6, but I think I'm leaning Giannis here. I heard it. I heard it in your voice as you were breaking down the whole uh, Super Bowl weekend in L.A. narrative. Yeah. Uh, I heard it. Yeah. I'm probably with you. It's very hard to not play Jokic, but every game they're freaking involved is a blowout. Like, these dudes cannot stay out of blowouts. Every game Denver's in is a blowout these days. I know. It's quiet. It's it's one way or the other, right? So it's just, oh, man. That's it's for me. I just I'm just gonna go with the Giannis narrative here. We've talked about Sabonis against Atlanta '94. Yeah, only 25 minutes to 26 minutes in that game, but I don't know if it had to do with just coming back or if it was the blowout or what was going on. Uh, yeah, I guess early foul trouble is what the is what they are saying in the little DraftKings write up. Let's look at the. We'll just we can look this up. He played. Oh yeah, he played five minutes. Six minutes. He played seven minutes, John, in the first half and had three fouls. So 100% your spot on foul trouble. So, yeah, I'm definitely going back 9,400 if there's no Brogdon. Actually, truthfully, Brogdon's going to be what? A 20-minute limit if he plays? Yeah, it's got to be something like that. So I'm probably in on Sabonis regardless. No Levert, limited Brogdon if he plays. I'm in. 9,400 is cheaper than we've seen in quite a while. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one as well. We don't like Randall against Denver, probably. No Toby against Phoenix, I would imagine. John Collins at 69 if he's active against the Pacers? He's been better. Outside of the one game against Toronto, he's generally been good. So I don't I don't have a problem going here, no. I, I like Collins, 69 for tournaments. Our boy Wendell Carter, 68 against, uh, against Portland? Yeah, I think this tier in general is good. Collins... Uh, Wendell Carter has been super good outside of the game against Boston. No, no shocker there. Jaron Jackson, I think, is extremely appealing in tournaments against yeah. the Clippers. What do you, I, I guess for me, it was more like the Morris-Covington potential matchups for him, but he's got that upside we like. Yeah, and I think, like, the Morris, I guess Morris thing could be foul trouble. He's been better with the fouls lately, like, no, hasn't fouled out in forever. There's only been one game in his last, what, six, seven, eight. One in his last eight games where he's had at least five fouls. A little better there. So, Jaron Jackson for tournaments, I think, could be a, a sneaky I think I think he'll be a good pivot off that grouping because Bay's <laughs> in that grouping as well. True. Jeremy Grant down to 6,200. Yes. I mean, he's, just, he's not making shots. He's not making shots. One it's, day he for will. Me, it's not even really the shots. It's just everything else that he's also not doing. Yeah, he's just not doing like anything. <laughs> right? yeah, that's true. Uh, but one day he may. One day, <laughs> one one day uh, you may get it going. Jackson Hayes didn't start, but he did come off the bench, played 28 minutes, 21 and 7, 38 fantasy points. I saw a tweet earlier today. Uh, somebody said that the Pelicans wanted to build around a core group, and Jackson Hayes wasn't part of the core group listed. So I wonder if he's on the block. 
And that's one of the reasons why they're showcasing him so much here. The same match that we just saw him in. We say all the time, like, oh, well, Jack Sneeze isn't going to go nine for nine from the floor again, or <laughs> nine for 10, nine for nine, eight for 10. So, like, he is. Let's see, he is just making all of his shots. So, uh, I don't know. Do you have any? Is the price too high for you now on him? It's Houston. Does yeah. he go up, like, he's, it feels like he'd get the blowout run, too. So, I don't. No Hernan Gomez, right? So, like, he's playing. Yeah, I don't. And they played him, they played him with Valanchunas at times in this game as well. So, like, they had him sub for Herbie at the four and, you know, that stuff. So, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't hate it. I really don't. I think it's a good call. And I you, look, 1% ownership at 5,500. 1%. I would, I would imagine so. Under 5K, anybody jumping off the page to you? You know, we've talked about Hunter. They started Blake and played 30 minutes the other day. Yeah, he probably does it again. He probably starts at center again. And he was good. Sengun's been playing a lot, John. I'm happy to see that. He's been playing a lot. Uh, he actually started, by the way. He started the Pelicans game. Eric Gordon is, was sidelined. Sure. And he's down again. So if Sengun starts... Play, playing Christian Wood at his natural power forward position? Yeah. I, dude, if Sengun starts... I'm, I'm in so if he's Where? in sorry i just had like it uh, i need to get an ad blocker espn just blasting ads in my ear i just couldn't <laughs> jay crowder is 4100 still yeah he <laughs> shocker john the bulls against power forwards tonight um getting absolutely demolished by they jay crowder stop. they can't stop anybody he, crowder again only seven points with nine rebounds four assists a steal just things like that are, are, are happening well, when you start a six four power forward like you can see over the defense, you can right. grab rebounds over that guy. Like it's they should have done a better effort at stopping Devin Booker. Um, that would, that would be ideal in an ideal world. Thirteen of nineteen shooting for Devin Booker. Uh, hey, see. you've experienced this before, so. <laughs> Jaden McDaniels at thirty nine hundred. If Torian Prince is out, he's playing anyways. But if Prince is out, yeah, it's a good call. It's a very good call. I'm, and I'm do being... we talk uh, if Russell's out too? Like, could could maybe help that rotation? Do we talk Vanderbilt yet? Do we pass him? No, uh, we definitely he's yeah we pass him. Not a good game against Detroit, but this is what he goes through, right? He goes through ups and downs. So we we talked yeah, more about Jackson. We talked about Jackson Hayes during that thing that that spell uh, there. So probably why we overlooked our guy. I think the problem uh, would be like the problem would be like Blake and uh, Hunter and Singoon are all 4,500 or below, right? It's like, you could play Vanderbilt, or you could save money and play, like, three guys that probably in a better spot to produce. Right. Yep. All right. Center, we have Jokic at 12.6. We have Embiid at 12K. Giannis even has center eligibility now. Do you, he didn't always have center eligibility. Yeah, he's though. had it for a, a little bit. He's had it for a little while, yeah. Okay. Well, he's at, he's at 11.8. Anthony Davis is at 10.4. Towns is at 10.2. That's your 10K and above grouping. Pick your fighter here. I, I don't know who I'm going with. Towns against like, Sacramento at 10-2? No, that's potentially no dude, if Russell isn't, Dude, if Russell isn't there, his assist numbers are insane without DeAndre Russell active. It might be no Russell or Beverly. Like He might right. just be the de facto point guard here. Um, yeah, I would have a hard time fading Towns. It's like, But you can say the same thing about like having a hard time fading Jokic. They need to actually keep it close. I don't know if the Knicks will on a back-to-back. In Utah, in Denver, how can you go against Embiid right now? He's putting up five, he's giving you five X at 12K, but can he do it against Phoenix? Towns is definitely in the best spot of the bunch. I'll say that, definitely. And then we didn't. Did you say Anthony Davis? He's been. I did, yeah. Uh, I mean, 
he's uh, been uh, yeah he's he he looks not healthy. taking threes by the way just literally just bullying people which is fine it's where he's probably better right. off now this is yeah. a super interesting matchup obviously for him because he is getting Giannis here right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so who wins right who wins that matchup they probably both put each other in foul trouble and bust a bunch of lineups. Fade them both? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> just, it's know. just in John and Pema telling you to fade both Anthony Davis and Giannis. Back to you, Bob. Yeah, both of them are great. Yeah, AD at that price right now is insane. Right. Six X plus return. Hard, hard not to like what you're looking at there. Use of Nurkic against Orlando. Definitely a matchup that I like. Again, to where you just worry about like what is Portland doing right now. You know, <laughs> no, can, no clue. No. Can they clue. can they play a competitive game? Nurkic went for 62 fantasy points in that first matchup. So if he's not traded, because that's always that, like they might just trade everybody. Who knows who's gonna? Even I saw be. the McCollum trade news earlier today. Like yeah. they, they're looking to maybe deal him. The Knicks and the Pelicans were the two rumored teams for McCollum. Right. So I mean, so, is, so is Julius Randle headed back to uh to Portland here? Or? Yeah. I mean, who knows. So you have him. I, I, I said the other day, like, I'm not playing JVal right now. He's just nope. not nope. until, like, Hayes gets out of the picture. He's, you can't really play him there. Christian Wood on the opposite side of that matchup did have 39 fantasy points. Still too expensive for me, though. Mm-hmm. Um, not really going to go there. Uh, Time Lord in the GPP Dart. It's a good matchup for him. Al Horford had a double in, like, half the minutes the other day. So kind of tough to gauge, I think, which way you want to go with, with Time Lord at this moment. So not my favorite. Don't want to play versus Embiid personally. Does Bobby Poe get it going? 66. Your arch nemesis, Bobby Portis. Dude, 51 and 44 fantasy points last two games out of him. I mean, he's good. He's like a really good three. place. Yeah, he's spacing the floor. You can. And that's where the problem, like Davis probably is forced to guard Portis unless they put LeBron on Portis. I guess that could be something too. Yeah, I think Portis, I think Portis is a matchup for him for the Lakers here who are starting Davis at center and LeBron at power forward. So yeah, I'm with you. I think Portis is a good tournament play for anybody now in this, you know, again, Al Horford lately has been actually pretty decent. What are your thoughts here? Three straight games, double digit rebounds out of him. He's $5,600. Yeah, I think he's okay. 5,600 is a good price. And and again, Brooklyn starting whoever at center, whatever they can piece together right now, just considering who's missing. So and power forward when Horford's going to play both. But yeah, I like Horford. 5,600, it's a good price. It's 55, Steven Adams, again, playing really well. We go through these stretches with Steven Adams, but <laughs> no. four straight games, double-digit rebounds, 38, 23, 33, and 43 fantasy points the last four games out of him against the Clippers, which is a, is a good matchup for him. Yeah, I'd be in on Steven Adams. Obviously, we wish the minutes were better than they've been, but you can't knock the production. My boy Isaiah Stewart, 5,200 double-digit boards in five straight games going against, against Dallas. Let's just, let's just score a little bit more, eh? Like, great. He's giving us a great floor. He's just not scoring. Like, score. Please put it all together here, buddy. We, we know you can do it. He's fine. I, I think he's a safe play for sure. Yep, I'm with you there. Any other guys here? Rashawn Holmes, again, I don't... I, yeah, finally, 24 fantasy points. Like, where, why? The minutes. Yeah, like, what's minutes. going on here, guys? It's just the minutes, yeah. And and now Bagley potentially back, too. Like, True. it's, it's going to be a nightmare unless they trade. Zubak is back, was back for the game, right? He split with Ibaka, though. Ibaka still played, like, 20 minutes off the bench. Okay. 16 um, minutes, so no, not for him. They, he came off the bench, too. They didn't even start him. I don't think... I, I, I don't think... There's probably um, nothing down here then, right? If they if Brooklyn were to start Dayron Sharp 
that would like I would probably like take note of that. I think it's, it's wild that they lost those two games by like 20 points each, and he only played 16 and four. Yeah, points. that's just Nash being Nash, right? Did we? What is? I was looking at James Johnson minutes, but he's not doing anything again. Like he's playing, but he's just. It's just. It's literally just Blake is the only big man that we can use on this team. I don't think there's. I honestly, I don't see anything, John. Marquis Chris doesn't play enough minutes. I don't think there's anything down there. I saw there was a Boban sighting the other day, two minutes. I saw you had to fix the rim. You had to sub him in to fix the rim. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that or not, but the rim, you didn't. So the rim uh-huh. was, so Luca shot a three and noticed that the rim was like, so they had Boban come in the game and like, just try to like adjust the rim. And then there were, there ended up being a 45 minute delay in the first quarter because they had to re- change the hoop out. Sheesh. So, Sheesh. That happened. Anyways, so that's a look at this 10-game slate. I'm actually on the playbook for Tuesday. So I'll have all of this out for everybody at some point during the day. Hopefully the news won't be too bad because there's going to be a lot of work. And we'll we'll get to it. We'll have some prize picks, maybe some underdog for everybody as well. Mm-hmm. Um, on a big slate, kind of keep the winning going. Thankfully, Chris Paul hit his over points for me. So I, I did cash one on this. I tried to tell everybody today I, I didn't like the slate. Five games. Three games at eight plus point spreads and like 21 point victory by Miami, 15 point victory by Toronto. The Suns are up 17. Golden State is up 12, right? Like all of these games are double digit points. Mm-hmm. So, yep. just unfortunate. So, it wasn't great, but we have a lot of players to choose from for Tuesday. So, we'll have better days to come and just hang in there. Uh, if you have any questions, you know where to find us on Twitter and in Discord. Make sure you're paying attention to the news in Discord. We added the Twitter bot for your mm-hmm. benefit. You can no longer say you didn't know. We have <laughs> literally the 101, the GOAT Twitter bot put into our NBA DFS channel. Uh, you will know everything about everything uh, as it happens instantly. So no delays, which is what the best thing about Underdog. So make sure you're paying attention to our Discord and getting in uh, the news there for lineups, injury news, and everything in between. But for now, James and I will catch you all later.